And we're back, guys. Another episode of the Kaizai Podcast, episode number six. Thank you for tuning in with another very, very, very special guest, Miss Lauren Lane, the first Hi. woman on, on my podcast. So it's wow, an honor to have honored. you on. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming and having your time of day. Thank it's you an for honor having to have me. You on. Um, so a quick, quick uh, recap of who you are. But before we go into that, I just got to do some shout outs to the sponsors of our podcast. So okay. obviously, one of the best beers in Bali, Kura Kura Beer. You all know about that. Kaizai for 10% off all purchases. Links will be in description. Be sure to check them out. And we actually have a brand new sponsor as well. Uh, Mason Chocolates right here. Delicious, vegan, homemade um, artisan Balinese chocolate on the island of gods. Uh, so if you are into chocolates or have a sweet tooth, this is the chocolate you want to get. They're available throughout all convenience stores in Bali. Links will be in the description, uh, masonchocolate.com. Check them out. We're actually going to have a bite of these later on when we get a little bit hungry. We can do a review, chocolate review. Yum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, check us out on TikTok. We have short clips from each episode, 30 seconds, Kaizai Instagram, all that good stuff. Links will be in the description below. If you want to get Kaizai lighters, they're available now. Also links in the description. Kaizai keychains. You got to rep it. Worldwide vision. <laughs> Let's get into it. And sorry, one more mention before getting into it. If you want to come and you're a creative person and you want to get stuff done in Bali, come to Genesis. This is the studio in Changu. Uh, and if you want to paint, if you want to do a podcast, if you want to make music, this is the spot. So check them out. So, Miss Lauren Lane. <laughs> What's up? A little recap of the viewers. Tell them who you are. Tell them what you do. Tell them where you're from. Just, just briefly. So if anyone doesn't know who you are, which I'm sure they do, but just a little recap of who you are. Um, my name is Lauren Lane, and I am a DJ. I play house music, deep house, tech house. Um, from the United States, I was living between Los Angeles and Ibiza up until this past year, 2020, like rocking everyone's <laughs> world. Uh, now I'm here in Bali and kind of just like taking a new <laughs> twist on life right new now. New chapter in the book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Lauren, let's start it to your, 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 your early age of you when you were younger. Did you always know you would, you, you would want to be a DJ or you always loved music when you were younger? Was it something that you were passionate about in school or did yeah, it just come I to you one day? Yeah, I always loved music and I loved to dance. I was like um, doing dance classes from when I was like three to like 17. So kind of was like always in my blood and like my, my movement and just like things I really enjoyed doing. Um, I played like the piano and the flute. Um, sporadically and <laughs> can you still play them to this day i mean i can kind of not so, not so good I, I would actually really like to get better at playing piano again yeah. that's one of my goals for when i'm out of work right now <laughs> to get better at doing that um but i love music i was always hunting for music at like a really young age i had like a really wide array of music i like from my parents collection from classic rock to motown to disco to 80s music nice. the whole, the whole, and the whole then genre. i got into like you know 90s hip-hop and then eventually into like house music electronic music techno um so that came later down that came later when i was like coming yeah. into my own um yeah, yeah, yeah. like just kind of I like think that genre music does though like you don't really like start your music career just with techno i think you build into the into that 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 genre of music everyone starts off like you said what their parents influence you on and then when you go down your own lane you figure out what you actually like and techno comes down later you definitely i, mean? I agree so? i think that more so now that it's become so uh, mainstream i hate yeah. using that word but it's more accessible let's yeah. say than ever before 100%. um that maybe people get into it earlier in life yeah. like i have some friends that have like small kids and they like all like love <laughs> to like play techno. dj <laughs> and they love like edm music uh -huh. or like even like 
bass music yeah, yeah. and they're like rocking out to that so I'm like <laughs> no whoa babies. like what is gonna happen to this generation like all, if they're no. starting out with this what's, where is this gonna go uh, with the technology as well we're, we're in for a ride <laughs> definitely Seriously. so you would say the, the first impact in music was through your parents and then from there you always had interest through school played the piano and the flute obviously and then from there you just found your own lane in the love of, of music yeah basically. I was just always like into hunting for music yeah. and like making mixtapes and like mix CDs for nice. my friends like Sick. kids probably don't even know what a mix CD is anymore <laughs> but yeah uh, I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure that, I'm sure they do <laughs> we're, not, we're not that young on here <laughs> um, so uh, when you do you remember the first time you actually went and DJed for let's say a crowd of people or at a venue and this yeah. was your first actual gig do you remember that? Do you want to, do you want yeah, to share something? Yeah, I on, definitely on that? remember that. I was shaking. I played vinyl when I first started DJing. Yeah. So I like carried my crates. It was in New York City and I hustling. Carried <laughs> my crates. Like I could barely carry them. And I remember the promoter was standing outside and he just like laughed at me. Because <laughs> I was like struggling so much. Um, you didn't, you but, didn't even have to say you want to handle that, he just straight yeah, up laughed at you. Like, no, he, he helped me once he saw me, but he saw me like coming all the way down the block. You're and just shuffling like, your way in. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's hustling, you know? If you if you're on, on your own and you know your mission, you're there and you're getting to it, you got to do what you got to do exactly it all starts, it all starts somewhere. i was determined and yeah. yeah i just went in there and i was like shaking i had to like throw the needle on the record literally like yeah. so this is in new york this where is about in new york. Where um, specifically if you don't there, mind the lower east side was his first like loungy like smaller place i played at it was called abaya uh, i can't just remember that actually but <laughs> and then like the first like kind of like cool like underground scene mm-hmm. at the time there was like the sunday night party that was like the end up for like all the bad kids that were yeah, still yeah, out. Yeah. And so that, that industry people, like gay, straight, all like walks of life. It was just like a melting pot. That's where and, like, all, what was all happening, the scene basically. Yeah, That's it was a really like cool mix of people. And yeah. yeah, this guy, Rob Fernandez, he gave me my first chance to like be like a real, let's say, real DJ. And he believed in me and like rest in peace to him. But um, to this day, like I really owe my the start of my career to him shout out and yeah rest in peace Rob love you anyway um, (laughs) yeah that was such a cool party because like if you didn't bring it there was like some like drag queens in there that would be like "Mm, nah you ain't about it you're (laughs) off you know (laughs) next club baby (laughs) so I guess like they put me there to see if I could like handle it and then they're like oh okay like you did good and then he started booking me at um, shows all over New York nice and that's how I got started that that was the start yeah Um, and you you didn't you didn't attend university or college then no I did did, did? this is all like happening as I was well, as going. you were studying as well yeah. wow amazing what yeah. were you studying and where uh, print journalism I was at Hofstra wow. well done yeah Thanks. Sick. I did graduate. I don't know how in New York City. Graduated and, and became a famous DJ. It's a win-win. <laughs> yeah. So I was like going to be like a journalist. I started working in an art magazine. Nice. That's it's really It's so sick. expensive to live in New York that I just was like doing any other like odd jobs yeah, I could yeah, yeah. to survive. And then eventually just like gave, gave into like my passion to DJ and kind of like nice. left all that other stuff behind. All in. What were you I still love to write. What, what were you working as? Why you were on that hustle mode? Oh, was I was. I, I was working at the art Other magazine. Uh-huh. I was working as a waitress. Nice. I was working at night as a waitress at a club, and like doing like local DJ gigs. Sweet. So doing it all. So doing it all. Active schedule, but making the money at the same time. Yeah, it was. It was nice. a hustle. New York is not cheap. That's no. for sure. Especially where, when you're where, like where, where in New York did you live when this was happening? I lived all over. All I over. lived. I lived literally like in every borough yeah. except for the Bronx, and then I ended up. Um, eventually living in this in Chelsea that was like my favorite when I like actually moved into Manhattan but like you can't really afford that yeah. at first it's, you gotta work your way up yeah there. so I was yeah. in Brooklyn and Queens even Staten Island a little yeah. bit everywhere yeah <laughs> worldwide yeah. true New Yorker yeah but you're not originally from New York right 
Yeah. No, yeah, I grew up outside Philadelphia. Yeah. So kind of like East Coast vibes my whole life until I moved to LA. Would you say you're more of a New Yorker or a Philadelphia? How do you say it? What do you say? I you're would, from Philadelphia. I would say <laughs> I'm definitely more of a New Yorker. Yeah. Now I'm saying like more like of like global citizen. No, but, yeah, I know what you mean. That's um, where you grew up. That's where you, like, you became who you are. Yeah, Philly's cool. But like New York, I really like came into my own. I felt like I was like... Um, not in a box there. Yeah, you could be yourself. I could be myself. Like, it was so welcoming to, like, diversity. Yeah. And they kind of celebrate diversity there. So I just felt at home as soon nice. as I moved to New York. Perfect. Really. So a little, cool, little change of subject here. So tell us a little bit about your first EP, Cool Kids. Yeah. And how it helped skyrocket your career, which, by the way, was the best-selling track on the label of the year. So yeah. congratulations to that. <laughs> Thanks. Well done. So if you want to go... Um, well, that was your first album, right? That you, it was my first EP. EP I yeah. put one track out on like a mini compilation on Seth Troxler's... Well, it was Vision Quest label at the time. And that kind of like got me a little bit of momentum. Of course, and Seth then, is involved. What a legend. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Seth. Thanks Thompson. for believing in me from the beginning too, Seth. And um, yeah, I then met Nick Fanchuli and he was like, yeah, like I really like your track. Why don't you do something for our label? Saved. So I said, okay. And then Cool Kids is what came out of it. And I had no idea. I didn't, when I first started climbing like the Beatport chart, I was like, Whoa, oh. this is crazy. <laughs> Here we I remember go. It came out, I think it came out during Burning Man. Wow. And so I didn't like have any cell service for like oh. two or three days. And then when I turned my phone back on, I was like ding, number ding, 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 15. Ding. And I was like, oh, that, yeah. That is gangster yes. though. You know, you're like partying <laughs> at Burning Man and then like having the best time of your life. And then it ends and you're almost like, okay, fuck, it's over. But then you go home to that and you finally made it and it's fucking blown up to be an amazing project it is. That must be crazy. Yeah. And then, like, it was like really. really amazing because it went to number two and it was there for like a really long time and I was like it's gonna go to number one and then I think it was like Jay Lumen Jay Lumen I'll never forget this <laughs> hey Jay Lumen we're coming for <laughs> you buddy he, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't get out of the number one spot and I was like I don't even know who the okay, fuck that is fine. to be honest with you but yeah that was a really amazing way to start and it gave me like a boost and I got like proper representation I started touring more and that was yeah, a certified cool. stamp yeah, yeah. it's cool Sick. I still, I still, I have, I've, I haven't actually listened to it yet, but I'm going to. <laughs> it's I'm fun. Going to. I feel like it stands the test of time. Yeah. It's How fun. long ago was it when you, when, when this it came This was out? like eight years ago. Eight years ago now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you've come a long way. Yeah. Would you say you, you, you've grown a lot from there and who you are now to compare to the DJ you started off? Would you say like, well, hundred percent you are definitely, yeah. but like what realms have you grown on in that, in that specific thing? Like what I have think you got better like, about over the, over the years? Um, being more comfortable in my own skin. I yeah. think like. You know, I think you have an edge as a female in a way, but it's a double-edged sword. And, you know, I always thought I had to, like, kind of, like, blend in with the guys a little just so I didn't, like, like look like I was trying to, like, exploit yeah, being yeah. a girl. And so I kind of, like, I wore, like, black, and I played some, like, like tougher music because I wanted to kind of, like, prove myself yeah, to yeah. my peers, which are, like, mostly it's male-dominated. Yeah. And then I think I, like, learned over time that, like, the more I just embrace, like, who I am who and, are, like, the easier and just, like, dress, yeah. like, colorful yeah. and crazy. You got like, sick style, though, by the way. Her style you. is sick. <laughs> we've been, we've been, we've been going to some parties in Bali. She's always, she's always looking good. She's fresh. Yeah, she's, and the music she's, just, she's like, really stuff. being, like, true to myself and, like, yeah. my friends, whether they're guys and girls, they're, like, my greatest inspirations and, like, also my environment. Mm -hmm. So just, like, letting that be the real inspiration and... Well, yeah, yeah, I play like 100%. a ton of different like genres. And I like yeah. to mix it all together, make a journey. That's so, what I mean. Yeah. You, I only saw, heard you play the first time when when I at Jungle Fish in Obud, and 
you played fucking like Seth was amazing, but you were up there. Like your music Thank is sick. You. You're one of my favorite DJs now in like Thank in the you. world. Like seriously, and I'm not just saying that. Like I've seen like Capriati, you know, all those guys in Ibiza, everyone like Amsterdam techno events. I've seen like Stefan Bogsden, Tale of Two, and you are. Up Thank there. you. I, I was one of my that. favorite DJs. Like you at my party, the music you playing. She couldn't let me go to sleep. I tried to go to sleep. I was dancing in my bed. It wasn't happening. Go to sleep on your birthday. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so Lauren, look, quick little question here. Um, yeah. How would you describe your style in the music industry? You kind of went into that, but your your let's say not how you actually look your style, but yeah. your style of music. Well, how, yeah. how would you describe it to someone if they asked you? Um, I like to keep it groovy. I like to make sure there's like some soul to it. Yeah. I don't ever play like clinking, clank, clanking like pots and pans. Like I appreciate that. I appreciate like all different types of music, like hard techno, like the fact that it made this whole big resurgence. And it's like this fast, crazy thing. Like yeah. the energy is amazing. But for me, I really like that like groove. That's why I like, and, like that's that low like, end, yeah. like subby, exactly. like a warm feeling that like really hits you there and you feel it, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. You create an atmosphere within the dance floor. Like when it's yeah. that high clean and clanging, like you're there, but I just feel like everyone's just like boom, boom, boom. But when it's up to yeah. like that soul type of groovy stuff, you're more interactive with people on the dance floor. It brings up better emotion. It's 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 my genre, preferred genre of, of techno or house music. Yeah, it's I like exactly to keep it vibey, play. like yeah. the energy, whether it's daytime or nighttime, I switch it up a little if you're inside or outside. Like I really do pay attention to the environment a lot. Um, you have to though, that's crucial. I think it's really important, you know, for DJs to do that and not just play like only what they want to play. No, like yeah. yeah, play what you want to play but pay attention to what's going exactly. on um, and I really like to keep the girls happy because mm-hmm. when the girls are happy the guys, the guys are happy, are happy. <laughs> <laughs> she's not wrong with that one yeah and it's just like like you know and pe- people like dancing not just kind of like jumping around like be able to like catch a vibe yeah, you know 100% sexy That's, and you're, you're doing it you're Thanks. doing it very well so keep doing what you're doing because <laughs> it's working and it's amazing um, who, are you, who are you some of your biggest influences um, when you were starting your DJ career um, well, when I was living in New York, when I first started, Danny Teneglia was a huge, he still is one of my biggest inspirations because he's so good at doing what, you know, I aspire to do is like take this journey. It really works better with long sets. And sometimes uh-huh. I only get to play like an hour and a half, two hours, That's tough, but you know, he used to play from beginning to end of like these like 12 hour, 14 hour, 24 hour sets and just take you on this ride. Yeah. And like, he introduced me to so many different types of music through those nights and mm-hmm. days um, that really broadened my perspective and understanding of electronic music and also showed me like you can do whatever you want like there's yeah. no rules there's no rules That's if you're yeah, an yeah, artist yeah. like you should be able to paint outside the lines That's and create true. your own rules yeah. and he kind of demonstrated that for me and he's turning 60 next week uh-huh. so happy birthday Danny happy and birthday Danny he also <laughs> embraced me as a DJ when I was really early in my career okay. and I was so humbled and like you blown away by that um so it gave me a lot of i guess like motivation to keep nice. going yeah. when i was kind of like am i gonna do it that one who like, believed in you that you looked up to already so that gave you that confidence boost yeah. and that, that extra just you know what girl you got it let's go yeah and like also like more people that are like you know i would now say they're in my my peer group but at the time i really looked up to like jamie jones and yeah. seth Seth Troxler, um even like marco carolla yeah, marco who Carolla's was like fucking amazing He's a legend yeah. and, you know, he's been doing this forever yeah. and, like, he's really created a career that has evolved over time and just, like, reached this pinnacle yeah, that was, like, beyond, I think, you know, a lot of DJs' wildest thoughts when you come from that underground techno scene. Yeah. He's Italian, right? Yeah, 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 he's from Napoli. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, his... Um, 
his whole career, like the way it went from being like crazy underground to like having like, you know, the top, let's say like jet set crowd that it's yeah, like Ibiza, the trendy yeah, thing yeah, to do one, in Ibiza, yeah, yeah, yeah. like $10,000 more tables, yeah. like for it to go in that trajectory, sorry, is pretty astounding. It is, and, it is. Um, and he keeps up the part, it's not just, he's always consistent, like he's always the number one DJ to see. Oh yeah, Ibiza. like I'll never Closings hear a bad and, set. And I've open, heard yeah. amazing sets, but you never hear yeah, a bad Yeah, you, know, you never hear yeah. a bad set, exactly, that's very and true. And like for Jamie, like he oh, also, also created this amazing brand and first with Hot Creations and then now through Paradise and you know his whole career is super inspiring yeah. um, and his vision his style of music yeah, his, he's, his DJ he's, he's like he's, my favorite yeah. like I on the dance floor when he I hear him I'm Bali, like yeah. yeah he came to Bali <laughs> like a year or two ago and I saw him play he was fucking amazing he, 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 he had me dancing you know those DJs there's only some of them though that you once you get on the dance floor you're not leaving until the, the, the set's over he's yeah exactly DJs. yeah Seth's another one. Like he, he, how he controls, like you said, and is aware of Journeys. the crowd. He is one of the best that does that, in my opinion. Super special. Yeah. Like you're never gonna go away being like, oh, you didn't hear something interesting. Like you're always gonna hear something interesting, something cutting edge. Yeah. So like, he always tries to push the envelope. He's always evolving. He's, always he's evolving. a ma master marketer. He's, yeah, he's yeah. just a genius. He's a cool guy as well. Seth will get you on soon, my brother. <laughs> <Yes>. Trust. <laughs> and there's a lot of more like underground DJs, like um, you know, like that have influenced me. That are like kind of like I guess like not as popular. Yeah. But That's like what Romanian makes it even DJs. better though. If you're not that high and popular like DJ, but you're you're just there, you know, like people know who you are. Yeah. You know, you're not in that gas of like mainstream. That's that's the best. That's perfect. Yeah, like you'll hear like you'll go to Berlin and you'll hear like just like like their resident like local DJs and it'll just be like whoa like the yeah, best sets you've ever heard in your life underground and, shit you know outside of Berlin like people might not know yeah who they are but super inspiring like at um, the festival in Poland garbage yeah um, I wasn't this this summer it didn't happen but the summer before there was just like so many cool artists there that I never heard you never before. heard any of um, but yeah like it's just it's really interesting where you go all over the world there's just really a lot of talented people out mm -hmm. there. Um, how has the tech and house scene changed from when you first started to, to what it is now? Like you weren't in the industry, let's say back in the day, but you were eight years ago. That's a fucking long time. So yeah. Like, so how has it changed? How has it evolved? Has it been, it's you grown. Say it's better? It's, it's grown. grown. You say for the good it's or for the bad? It's grown so much. Like it went from being like the small little stage, like, like for example, at like EDC, which is like the yeah. biggest um, festival for electronic music in North America. And it went from being this like little side stage to being like on this giant stage. Yeah. So you can just see the interest, um, how it's grown and it's spread. And like maybe people that just used to like kind of like more like trance or progressive or EDM, more like the commercial, like mm -hmm. David Getter, like, you know, Tiesto hey, or like that stuff or like Gateway. Yeah. And then now it's grown. And Carl Cox has also been like a huge um, yeah, like person that has like really spread it to masses yeah. um, as Carl far Cox as like big festivals G. go. He loves it here. He plays in Ulu's a lot. Good yeah, old he's Carl. a cool dude. <laughs> It's another yeah. another amazing DJ. You, it's you, grown and it's just like been like you hear it in Bali so much. Like you go into a cafe yeah. and you hear this like what I would consider kind of like really underground tech house or techno uh -huh. or deep house or even old school music that I really grew up listening to. Mm -hmm. I hear it when I go into like restaurants or places yeah, here in Bali. Bali definitely has a good and scene. And I'm like, wow, like yeah. I can't believe it's spread like yeah. so far and wide. And it's it's really amazing that to see that. That must be nice to see though. Like as someone who's part of it and you're contributing to and adding to it to see that does that give you inspiration? 
okay, I want, I want, I want to do more. I want to be definitely yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I, I was working on music a lot during the beginning of quarantine, and mm-hmm. I made an album, my first album, wow. and it's called La Cuesta. <laughs> uh-huh. It's after the street I was living on in LA when I made it. Nice. And La Cuesta. La Cuesta. La Cuesta. La Cuesta. And it's the name of the street, but also means the ascension. Okay. And I thought that was a cool I like name, that name for La it. Yeah, and I I'm gonna release it soon, but I've kind of just coming soon, guys. The album's gonna be amazing. Yeah, Uh, I'm gonna start releasing track by track, but I was kind of just putting it on pause because you're happy with it. I'm really, really happy with it. I'm so excited to share it, but I was kind of like. No touring. Yeah, it's kind of like I want to be able to play you it. You want to promote it, and you want and to. Like, be, I just want to yeah, be able yeah. to play it and see people's reaction. That's like mm, the that's reason that I love to DJ. That's I love to people true. see people have a good time. Yeah. So if I just release it, it's like I know it's on Spotify. People are enjoying it. Yeah, you're just it. seeing numbers. Fuck I'm that. Just seeing numbers, yeah. and like to me, that's not why I do no, it. No, 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 And that's why I don't do a lot of live streams or like the like you know it's the different. streaming. I don't mind, but for me, just like playing to a camera and I can't see people, I no. feel like mad awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's a very good thing though. That because some DJs are off. Maybe some DJs prefer to do that and make tracks at home without people seeing them. But you're up there in the front, like vibing out and being with the crowd. That's what makes good DJs, in my opinion. It's inspiring to see like what's working, what's not working, and how to like build the set from there. So you're not seeing that. Like you're just kind of like you know, like I've practiced that like that way, bedroom DJ before I can play in a club. That's not fun. The fun part for me is like vibing with people. For sure. For sure. Um, what is so yeah that, the next question actually what is your favorite thing about DJing she's answered it right yes. there so being with the people and vibing off their energy and tuning into their frequency great um, what are some of your favorite classic songs or musicians um, well okay this is hard it's because, a hard question obviously well no it's because I li- like all different kinds of music mm-hmm. so like if you're gonna it can be anything it doesn't yeah, have to like, be yeah I mean any- I love like you know Prince and uh-huh. Janet Jackson yeah, yeah, yeah. and like 80s music um and then, like, going into, like, 90s hip-hop. Like, obviously, like, Biggie and Tupac. Mm-hmm, and of course. Like, all that stuff. Um, Tribe. Yeah, um, shout out to all those, those and guys. And then, like, Legends. classic rock. I love, like, Jimi Hendrix, like, Led Zeppelin. You see, that's, that's good. This is called like, Amazing Music Taste. Ladies and gentlemen, listen. <laughs> Jefferson <laughs> Airplane. Like, like, really, Fleetwood Mac. Like, yeah. I love, like, all, all different... The, all, the, all the legends. Yeah, the whole spectrum. I actually watch And then when it comes to, like, house music, you know, there's, like, your... The, the pioneers of it... Like Louis Vega, uh-huh. I love like you know Masters at Work. Um, that's like classic to me. Mm-hmm. So all the, all, all even the, all like Danny Tenegli, like his his productions to me, like music is the answer. Yeah, to your problems. You know, like <laughs> exactly that song says it all. Like Daft Punk, Star, yeah. uh, Stardust, which is one half Daft Punk. Music sounds <laughs> better with you. Is like. All yeah. time, like house music anthem. Yeah, they just split up. That's quite sad. But I think I'll be back for sure. Yeah, I mean, something. I don't know. It could be like a publicity stunt, but I, that's what I, mean. I heard it's for real. Yeah, sad it's an insider. Sorry, they are split up. They could come back together, though. You never know. It's a crazy world we live in right now. I want you to can be, say that again. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I so can, I tra- can I try one of these beers? Yeah, or what's going on? Yours are, yours, are, yours are just down there for you. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah, you got the lager and the and the pale ale. Which one? Which one do you like? Uh, my I prefer the pale ale because it's just a bit more smoother and lighter. Is this one? Yeah, this okay. one. The other one. Pop it open. Let okay. me know what you think. <laughs> okay. I, I put them down there. You didn't see me sneak them down. I didn't see them. I was like, I'm watching you have a drink. And I'm like, what about me? It's like <laughs> happy bad. hour over here. I'm so sorry. Cheers. Shout out, Kura Kura. Cheers, Ron. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for coming on. Mm. Thank you for having me. Very good. Me. Mm, of course. Good. Really it's nice. Good. You like, like it? it? Yeah. Very good. Kai really nice. 10% off. Don't forget to use the code. <laughs> so you've played in some of the world's best clubs and festivals around the world, from Ibiza to Brazil, Coachella, DC10, the BPM Festival, 
fucking the music conference we can go on you're, you're stacking them all up what would you say is 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 your favorite festival or venue or event to play out of the ones you've played in so far? <laughs> okay it's hard to just pick one but yeah. um you know Ibiza the energy is just so yes. amazing yeah. like DC 10 the energy is I just love like it there. Pff, you know so good. and for me that was like a major career goal um, so, you know, getting to do that, it's like yeah. surreal. It's like a footballer, like making it to the final of like the, the wet, like the World <laughs> Cup, you know what I mean? Like to headline and play in Ibiza is wow. Like sometimes I have to like pinch myself, like, okay, like this is actually <laughs> happening. Like, okay. But also Warong in Brazil. Oh, Warong in Brazil. Yeah. That, that place is just magic. It's I've crazy, been there like huh? seven or eight times yeah. now. Every time it just blows my mind. The people are so passionate Brazilians, about Brazilians, the yeah, they know how to party as The well, venue, sure. the owners of the venue, um, it's just all magical. And every time I go there, I just love it. Yeah. And I actually have a very good Brazilian homie who, who, who's from like two minutes down the road of where Warung is. He was born in Bali, but he moved back to, to Brazil. And he like he sends me videos of it all the time. It's so sick. And I'm just like, stop sending me videos. That's like the one place <laughs> in my mind, like besides like obviously like Ibiza that I'm like, I can't wait till things open again. Yeah. I'm like, I need to get back I'm to I'm going to be with you. I'm going to, we're going to, we're flying to Ibiza. <laughs> Trust on. me. I've been going there every year because my mom basically like was living there before I grew up there kind of, you know, Lucky. when she was younger. <laughs> so she, I, I've always been going every year and I, I'm glad to have like connections through my mom and to go to that beautiful island because it's such an amazing place. Like, it's the only island I can say outside of Bali that when I get off the plane, I just get this energy rush and I just feel it like As soon fuck. as you like, see, like, a Svedra yeah. when you're landing, you're just like, oh. oh yes, we <laughs> we're ready to party. <laughs> like, yeah. everyone on the plane going there is happy. They're talking to each other. But when you're leaving, everyone's sad. And it's, it's, it's kind of funny. It's like a big, a big, a big family over there. It's, it it's, really it's, is. Yeah. And it creates, like, a worldwide network. Um like also BPM Festival like really did create a worldwide network uh-huh. because it gave the artists an, an opportunity to kind of like relax and party after New Year's. Yeah. It was in January. So a lot of the DJs would take like their vacation. So they'd come to play BPM and then they would just be be there for 10 days. Yeah. <laughs> so like it's really cool is like, you know, that's, someone that's, that's going to the, the festival to see the DJs just at the parties and then also for the DJs to like intermingle. It's networking. Get to yeah. know each other. Exactly. And then like collabs happen. Exactly. And then like you just the meet The better people. music comes out. So that was really special, really special time, I think. It really um, set the mark for a lot of other festivals and kind of like created this like formula that like yeah. a lot of other people have followed yeah. um, that really does work and it's cool. And then also like Coachella is like, if we're North Coachella. America, it's like the best. <laughs> yeah. And you, and like last time I played, I got to go do a back-to-back with wow. Hudson City 2 and Nick Fanchuli. And that was like a dream Oof. come true, obviously, to get to Chella. play main <laughs> slot. That's when you're like, oh my gosh, I have a trailer at Coachella. Like, <laughs> you're like, oh, am I rock star? Like, yes, <laughs> okay, cool. But yeah, it's all like been such an amazing journey. And like sometimes even talking about it, I'm like, that all really happened? Yeah, you're like, fuck, you're going to go back. Like you're looking at memories on your phone like, it's only the beginning super grateful and like even taking this year to like kind of just like let it all digest gratitude because sometimes when you're moving so fast you don't like like let it all sink in you're just like on to the next living in the the moment on to the next what's next what's next what's next and like you really want to keep the momentum alive and for me like when I have all these opportunities, I don't want to say no because no, you can't. I just want to keep it, going yeah. and like get to the next level. But what you and said is really important. That's smart. This like pause that. was yeah, really like stop. a good thing. Get for, to try some new things. Mentally as well. Like being a DJ, I'm sure it's, it's all this. It's amazing to say you're like, well, I'm the best DJ. I'm the blah, blah, blah. But it's not hard. I mean, it's not easy. Sorry. It's fucking tough. Like you're, 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 you're doing back-to-back sets. You're partying. You're doing it like <laughs> no sleep. And then you're on the plane. You're flying to another thing. And it's not you get to chill. You're going to go do the same thing. You're going to live up to that crowd. 
So it's not easy. It's, it's yeah. You never want to let anybody down, right? No, so exactly. it's just like you want to always do you your, best be your best. And, yeah. and that's a great hard. motivation too, though. Like I find when I'm busy, that's when I I'm you working strive. the hardest. Yeah, I'm doing my best. Because all the momentum's there. You got it behind yeah. you. So you're like, what what can I do? Now what I'm just like a surfer bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm like you are surfing though as well, in mind, which is which which is helping you get your mind off things. No, for sure. Yeah, I yeah. miss it a lot. Like I've gotten a few opportunities to play in Bali and like um like a couple like parties for friends yeah and it's been such a nice breath of fresh air to like dive back in with like yeah. fresh ears and like really see what i'm feeling now new crowd of people as well that's completely new because like here you get people from everywhere so it's kind of like being at a festival almost, yeah exactly you know I mean? so yes yeah, like and a, people are so excited to dance yeah. because they haven't for a long well, time you're amazing dj as well <laughs> also people so have been like, locked yes. up like they've been cooped <laughs> up so i think I mean, the energy i can't wait to see what happens oh, when this when all really gets unleashed it's gonna be dangerous i yeah. tell you that there's gonna be no podcast for a while when everything gets back open no, i'm joking <laughs> we're gonna stay on that grind so worst place you played worst <laughs> place mm. so i have a swig of that beer i saw you were going for it worst place <laughs> This is a hard one. I don't not because I don't even want to offend anybody. Because I just don't even look at it like that. Like I'm no, not yeah, just yeah, saying this, course. but I always look at every opportunity as like a blessing. So I never really looked at it like that Lesson was like the alert worst from place. It, even if it's bad. I don't look at it as like a bad gig. Like maybe a gig that like didn't have as many people as I would hope for, or yeah, yeah, just a turnout. I don't know. I'm having a really hard time thinking of this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe okay. It wasn't the worst. Hey, we all just came in. <laughs> no, it wasn't the worst because. It was still a really cool festival, but like snow bombing, mm. like I've had this whole thing in my head. I'm like in the Alps. I'm like playing to like these people. There's like an outdoor, like kind of like beer garden, but like on the hill, on, yeah, the, on, the, on the mountain. On the, on the ski mountain. Yeah, yeah. And like when it was my turn to play, it was just like sleeting <sighs> rain. So there was like nobody there. Like, and I was just like, <gasps> oh no. And also everyone that was skiing was like pretty intoxicated so <laughs> I was as scared. you are on the ski slopes. i was scared to yeah, ski yeah, yeah. so i was like all right well this is kind of failed mission but mm. the festival itself is really where cool. was that in, in france in it's Alps? in, in um Val swiss alps swiss alps okay. yeah i think yeah, yeah. I, I know it's in alps I, it was those, like four or five years ago i see those those videos on youtube like they set up those like i don't know circle events or anything when they're out at those ski resorts and yeah there, and it never looks good like <laughs> yeah, i don't know why it just never looks like to par compared to any well any they do it at the end of the season it's so it's like could be a hit or a miss with the yeah conditions. and it's windy it's snowy yeah. people are like in, on the top of a fucking hill like when you're partying you want to get fucked up i think you know so they're like i can't really get fucked up because i go to ski like <laughs> 800 see, meters down see this a lot of interesting <laughs> crashes people are wearing costumes it's pretty it's pretty, it's pretty comical uh, so when you are traveling and you're going you're in your you're in your mojo you're on your momentum you're doing world tours um are you doing did you have a team behind you or are you doing it with just like two or three of your your your, your, your personal people who you set up yourself or are you um, like part well, of an organization i have two agents okay. i have one for north and south america and one for europe and like asia the rest of the world and um yeah those are like my core backbone yeah. and then i have it's a squad <laughs> yeah i have an assistant um ava she's fucking awesome <laughs> as assistants ava. are every assistant is yeah i miss her yeah um she's made my life a lot easier and you know she you know helps things work a little easier but yeah i don't really travel with a tour manager i use yeah. i you manage like, yourself no I manage myself. That's really um, good. That's really good. I've had a manager briefly, mm-hmm. but I've like been doing this a long time, so I feel like I know yes or no. Like if you I want to do something, if well. I'm gonna have a manager, which if anyone out there is watching, that can take me to the next level, that like then, do things yeah. for me that I can't do for myself, yeah. or like bring new opportunities to the table, um, in different spheres. 
um, that then I'm, the door is open. Then the door is wholly yeah. open. Yeah. Makes sense. Fair enough. Yeah. So I think we're going to, I'm going like, to bite into these chocolates actually. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, but while I'm doing this, um, long, one of the longest sets, well, what was the longest set you ever played and where was it? Um, I think I played for like 12 or 13 hours wow. at, um, in Honolulu. Oh, in Hawaii. In Hawaii. It was on my birthday. This was like maybe like Sick. six years ago. At the time, I think they said it was the record longest set but then I think Lee Foss or somebody beat me um, <laughs> but yeah that was like the one a long one I've done some other long hours. ones but how um, was it did you did you enjoy every moment of it yeah I like lose track of time after yeah, yeah, you know course. after you the know, first you're two in the hours moment. it's a shame most sets are only two hours because after the first two hours you just totally lose track um, <laughs> you want one of these Burning Man I've played some pretty long sets yeah take one we're doing a taste test here Mason chocolates so they're vegan as well so well, I'm vegetarian, so... Okay, like, sorry, my bad. No, I'm, saying, I'm, I'm happy that they're vegan, because, like, it's hard to find good vegan chocolate. I feel like... Wow. Mm. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not usually, like, a huge fan uh, of milk chocolate, but I really like this. Guy. I'm going for another one. They're amazing. Mason Bali. Mason chocolate. They're really, really good. They're I'm good, not just huh? saying that. Wow. Shout out. Amazing packaging. Fucking even better product. If you want them, link in the description. Amazing Delicious. chocolate. Wow, they're very good. They almost taste like that Kinder type of... Mm. Yeah, and like the almond on the inside is really mm. nice. If you want, let me know. Mm. They're over here. <laughs> really good. A little chocolate pitch slot. <laughs> so 14 hours, wow. That's that's like... You know, like you said, you get into it, you don't really count. You don't, Do you have a timer there or you just... No. You say it no. would make it worse, yeah? If you could see... You're just in the moment. You're living. Yeah, like I'll look at if it's like a festival or something. They have usually have a timer. You have set times, yeah. But, yeah. And this but is on your birthday, so it was your own little thing. Sick. So, um, who is your favorite artist? And if you could play back to back with your favorite artist, who would it be? One artist out there. Like a singer, or like another DJ. This is to play. So DJ back a to DJ. back with him. Back if you to could back. be anyone. Um. Or do you have someone who is your favorite? I mean, it's hard. It's a hard question. There's so many people that would be really interesting. Maybe, like, it's already three people, so it would be way too many to have um, another person. Never mind. Um, I'm going to pick one of the people, but I'm going to say uh, Diad Sanaram from Apollonia. Okay. I just think he is, like such an amazing DJ and producer and I've admired him for a long time Where's and he from? his taste in music um, he's from France okay. but he lives in I believe he lives in Portugal now Lisbon? yeah I yeah, think a lot so. of people are in Lisbon huh? in, the, in the scene <clears throat> sorry the scene at the moment a lot of creative people a lot of good DJs like my homie Tiago here in Bali is a really good DJ he's, 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 yeah, he's, awesome. he's from there to be fair but he moved to Bali but I think he's back I love that city it's really cool it's cheap as well it's really cheap really nice people sick yeah. like you know when you walk down the street in a new city and you actually just like see interesting artifacts and like like I don't know the buildings are like run down but there's graffiti. It's a really lovely place. I recommend going to Lisbon. I liked it. It was cool. It's I didn't sick. get to spend enough time there. I was only there for a couple of days, but it is cool. As you were saying, it's like a, a mixture of old and new. Mm-hmm. If cool. you if you could um, set up your decks and your setup in any location in the world, <laughs> anywhere like it could be at Machu Picchu, it could be mm. a, a temple somewhere, you know, where what what location are you picking? Um. I don't know. I'm trying to think what would be like the most epic. That's a hard one. Um, maybe 
it's, it's crazy with like circle. A lot of people have done these. Like I only need a Kravitz at like Eiffel Tower, which is like pretty. Mm. And she did like Great Wall of China too, which are both like pretty epic. Um, An Eiffel Tower would be pretty sick. I wouldn't want to like do anything that was. Like a temple here would be really no, yeah, dope, no, yeah. but I think that's like against the rules no, probably. Yeah, would, no, no, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I would want to do something from like, like a space the, station or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, actually, no. We had this idea one time to do it from a submarine, like to Ooh, do like a boiler room from like a submarine. That would be my favorite, but I think sick. the acoustics might be a little like weird. But like, if you get a good <laughs> squat together and you're in a nice little submarine underwater, oh, yeah. that could get <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Or the pyramids would be sick. Pyramids would be so dope. Even like you know, in lit. Mexico and in like Chichen Itza or something like that would yeah. be really cool. You go to you go to South America a lot, no? Yeah. I was, yeah, when yeah. I was doing tour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say is your favorite country in South America? I mean, Brazil. Brazil, yeah, it's yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 It's, it's got everything to Peru, offer. Amaz- Peru is also amazing, but for, like, DJing, I would say, like, Brazil. Brazil, Brazil. But, like, I've gone to Peru and, like, really enjoyed it for, like, not DJing. Yeah, that little llama hat you had, I remember. No, was that what's that? Yeah, that's from Ecuador. From Ecuador, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like that little I was going to wear that today, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a little deeper question here, Norm. What does music mean to you? And what what do you think the the power music has behind it that it can, like, change and influence the world we currently live in. Yeah, it's like a unity. It's a unifying thread that doesn't matter how old or young or what color your skin is or how rich or poor you are, what language you speak. It's a unifying thread that you know brings people together. And I think that's so powerful. Yeah. Um, and you see people that don't even know how to speak this language, like singing the song or on the dance floor, just like vibing with people that maybe they can't even have a conversation yeah, with. But exactly. that energy is there and that acknowledgement. I think it's so important to have that acknowledgement of other people mm. and other cultures and like brings people together. It really yeah. does. And it's like such a beautiful message, a beautiful thing to be able to spread um, throughout the world. 100%. You could have said it any better. <laughs> it's, I look at it as, as a religion, like music. If anyone asks me what my religion is, I'll say music. Like, yeah, it, for sure. And also, like, I see it as, like, music is one of the only free drugs we have because you take it, like, <laughs> it, you, you know what I mean? You get away, like, I could just listen. Like, me, I'm always listening to music. I'm in the shower, I'm listening to music. I'm on the bike, I'm listening to music. Like, music is such a big part of my life. Like, I could literally not think about living without music. No There's way. no way. I couldn't There's give no it way. up. I could give up so many other things yeah. and not that. No. <laughs> it's, and I also think that, like, um, you know, when people... They just like lose themselves in the music and then they're able to like have almost like a meditation that like, a lot of people, they can't sit down and meditate, yeah. but they can have that moment where they're just like their mind, they're not, their That's mind isn't I mean. going. Yeah. And then like they reach this like almost like spiritual connection. Yeah. You, you, you realm down your own little, little, little journeys through songs you listen to. Like you can just mm-hmm. vibe out on your own to one song. And even if you're feeling a certain way, sometimes you feel sad and you just get into that down sad lane of music, which helps you get out of it. Or if you're feeling happy, like you're excited, you put on that one tune, that will get you even more excited. Or even like pregame sports, like athletes, they listen to certain songs that yeah. gets them in that, in For that sure. mindset. Do you do that before you play? Do you, is there like a, a go-to song that you put on? Like, let's go, we're ready to go. Like um, when you're getting ready or something? I mean, I'm usually like, going through the music I'm planning to play for that night. Uh-huh. Um, so it's usually different. I don't have, like, one You don't have that one, two, two no, <laughs> Not really. <laughs> she does. She just doesn't want to share it. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> How important is um, implementing a balanced lifestyle in, in, in the industry of being a DJ, of, of, like you said, actually taking time off and stepping back and, like, okay, I need to work on myself, but I also, or taking a step to the left and saying, I need to work on my music. I need to, like, get away from everyone, all the parties, and actually tunnel vision in. How important is realizing that and having that balance in the industry you, you're in? 
Yeah, I think balance is important in everything, but um, especially when you're living such a fast-paced life and also just like around so much simulation all the time, um, I think it's good to like take a step back and kind of like go within and see what has like moved you and inspired you and kind of like recreate your vision uh-huh. um, when you're trying to make new music when you have like too many influences and like you're kind of like making a collage of like everything you've kind of like like become become like a sponge almost uh-huh. I think it's good to like take a step back and like really center yourself and see like well, like what where where am I really at so mm-hmm. you can like put something out like new and original um of course everything's going to you're going to be inspired and influenced but as as far as like health too I really encourage yeah. people to like you know don't don't like burn yourself out because it can definitely happen. Don't in this get industry. sucked into that, that 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 dark side of the party. Yeah, scene. and yeah. I've seen it, and it's not pretty. And yeah. I've also seen like people that have like just flourished because they have that balance. And people that have grown up and gone from being kind of like a mess to like just Getting really sober and like just thriving. Yeah, and it's really um, beautiful when you see that transformation of people, and you see oh, in yeah. their in their sets and just overall in their life how how amazing that can be when you take yeah. it really seriously. It's true. Mm-hmm. I feel like going through though that, that 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 phase of being an addict of going through too much parties and stuff like that really helps and molds and grows you as a person. Like it's almost good that pe- certain people go through that because then it makes them a better version of who they are. It's like they shed a new skin, a new layer. Yeah, yeah. if you can find that balance, like it's it's important. It's, it's like important. a slippery balance slope. Balance in life is yeah, it's it's a number one. It's also people you. around you. Like it's with you know, everything. You see people in life. like. Un- like unfortunately like rest in peace Avicii like yeah. he was like the top of his game and yeah. the people around him like they should have protected him 100% and it's like you know I have such a strong group of friends and family like I yeah. have a support system like I it's, love you guys if yeah. you're <laughs> shout and, out for keeping our safe it's, it's really important and they no, keep you grounded and they, they're the people that are like oh What's yeah. going on, it's you like know? Queen, the movie Queen. Like when that you get that one one wrong motherfucker in your team, yeah. and you're at the high level of success, and you're on, you have your entourage, and you're fucking killing it in the game and the yeah. industry. One wrong motherfucker in that small group of circle you have built around you will fuck everything up. There's a lot of snakes in the grass, people. You gotta you gotta, gotta be, be aware. Yeah. You gotta, gotta be aware. aware. So it's sure. important to have that 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 family around you, for sure. Um, uh, how how imp- wait okay we had that question already sorry <laughs> <laughs> so outside of being a DJ what would you say some of your main passions are right now well this year I learned to surf and yeah. like that's become a huge passion and I just love to like she's a beast on the longboard <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I call myself beast yeah. but I'm getting better <laughs> but yeah just waking up early which I never do because I'm usually working at night I've yeah. always been a night person since I was a kid of course you have to be to be a and DJ you have to be unless you're doing just morning sets nighttime. Yeah. I love the nightlife yeah. and you're like much to my mother's dismay when I was little like I was like in my room hey, like lighting candles and listening to weird music she's like what the heck are you doing like what rituals are you doing in there but yeah so now I'm like a morning person which is yeah. like totally surfing you need to be a morning person to, to, to just like, literally waking up excited where like before yeah. if someone woke me up at like 7am oh. I'd be like Fuck that's you. that's me right you now. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! It could be it could be the president trying to meet me and have a conversation. I'd be like, so "Fuck off!" <laughs> like, yeah, not it totally now. changed my whole perspective of mornings. I love it. I went this morning. It was great. Like the rainy season is almost over here, so yeah. the waves are getting good again, and um, that has been a huge thing for me this year. Um, playing chess also became yes, a huge yes, thing for yes, me yes. this year. And I was Gambit. doing it, I was doing it before Queen's Gambit. Everyone's like, okay, "Oh yeah, yeah Queen's." Yeah, I'm like, yeah, "No, yeah. I was playing before yeah. the show came yeah, out." Yeah, yeah, yes. But it's become like a kind of a little addiction for me too. Hey, we gotta play, I gotta play you in a game of chess, son. Let's yeah, see. let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. We're on. 
I like to just do like outside, outdoorsy stuff. Like I was doing a lot of diving um, yeah, the past couple nice. months. And yeah, Raja Ampat, huh? How was that diving? Raja it was, it's Ampat, one of the best, the best. Komodo. Yeah, one of the best dives you know, in the world to go there. So grateful to be yeah. able to go on that trip with like all these amazing people. And yeah, I, I hadn't been diving for like four or five years. And I just did like, you know, like 10 dives in yeah. a row. And it was just so amazing. It was big manta with rays. Huge manta rays, turtles, sharks, sharks. like puffer fish, you name it. <laughs> So beautiful, whole other world down there. Yeah, I'm a Pisces, so like I like to be <laughs> under the sea. Yep. Yeah, nice. <laughs> um, so, what what do you think makes makes a successful DJ? If you could just just say, give you give me three things that you say in 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 your perception of what a successful DJ is. There's three aspects of what which, which they which they have. Well, you, you have to play six sets first okay. of all. Um, produce music that produce. people are like enjoying. Yeah. And be able to travel, oh, yeah. like and like like being on airplanes and okay. like being in airports and oh, yeah. just enjoy the bumpy road that comes along with it. Mm-hmm. And like you know, night person, <laughs> basically those four things. But you can go as many as you want. But yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think there's like a lot of really good DJs that there's like not all those things there and they could be an amazing DJ or an amazing producer and like for some reason it's just not fully working and like I still need to fully um I need to like strengthen the production side I need to do more producing I've always just been like DJing was my first passion producing came along after yeah I think I feel like well not all the time but you find you're kind of producing like realm through through playing first I think if you play and you're a successful DJ you're gonna be an even better producer than like just start you know what I mean and vice versa as well in a way it's yeah, I mean, I think that I've seen some journey. really good producers that they go into DJing and like they're not quite sure how to like read the crowd or yeah. program the set. Exactly. Um, when you're a DJ and you have to like work your way up, yeah. you're like opening, and so you have to learn how to open a room to exactly. nobody, or you're playing some like place that like is just like people are asking for music you don't even play. Yeah. So you have to like know how to like respond to yeah. that, and also like for me, I really like to work in a lot of different genres and stuff. When as someone's like just producing music and then they start DJing, they'll be really more like focused on like their own style, mm-hmm. which I like more eclectic styles. But I mean, if you can have the whole package, it's really sky's the limit. Yeah, the sky's the limit. Yeah. The world's your oyster. <laughs> <laughs> um, and three tips of advice to to someone young who 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 wants to wants to become a professional DJ or someone who wants to become in the music industry, become a creator in the in that in that realm. What what what, what three pieces of advice would you give someone young? Uh, be yourself just like really listen to yourself and and see what you know you get inspired but like really be yourself and don't let anybody tell you to be anybody else or make you feel like you should be anybody else Mm -hmm. and like you know, work hard, and if you really love and it's your passion, like, don't quit. Like, there's going to be parts when you're like, oh, I should quit, I'm not good enough. Like, if it's really what you want to yeah. do, just, like, don't give up and just work really hard. Perseverance. Yeah, perseverance. Yeah. And then the third thing is just, like, get really creative and, like, don't... Yeah, don't be afraid to try new shit. Go outside yeah. the lines and and have your own voice. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. That's three really good, really good points, so yeah. anyone out there upcoming DJs? So, no insider. <laughs> um, if you could have the opportunity right now on the spot to make one well on the spot, let's say just like in the in the in the upcoming days to make to make a, a track or a song or a piece of art, you'd say with any with any musician in the world. It doesn't have to be in the scene. It can be a singer. It can be a rapper. Anyone, and you put a track together. Who who are you choosing, and why? Um, I've always loved. I really would love to like 
have the opportunity to use one of well like remix or if I could, ever could work with her FKA Twigs mm -hmm. she's an artist I just think so creative I love her voice and she's always pushing herself to learn like new disciplines like of, as an entertainer from like voguing to like samurai fighting to, yeah, to pole dancing sick. she is like a true artist yeah. and, like when you see even her like her press photos and stuff it's just like she's just like she someone from? I really would love to work with um, London London she's yeah English. she's UK sick yeah, so, that's the first person that came to mind for me. Yeah, no, but yeah. nice. I don't know who she is, but I want to look into it. After I heard samurai fighting and, 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 <laughs> and pole dancing, <laughs> and pole dancing so, <laughs> so it was all pole dancing, not samurai. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> um, if you had the opportunity to go back in time to any moment, it could be ten thousand years ago. It could be oh. a week ago. <laughs> what, 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 what are you choosing? And why? Um, could be it could be a party that was thrown that you you know one of the greatest parties. What what are you choosing? One event in, in, in our timeline of life. <laughs> it sounds like such a, like a, <laughs> like a nightly person thing to say, but I would like love to go to Studio 54. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I would 100%. <laughs> I, 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 would, just like I didn't know my answer. I, I found like my the answer. height of it. Yeah, just, just the peak see, of like, it. Yeah. The decadence and the debauchery. Just and freedom. Like, just freedom. Complete yeah. freedom. Like the closest yeah. thing to that now has to be, I think, Bergheim. Like it's, you know, like, yeah. it's not as, you know, but like where else in the world? Even that became tourist. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like where, where else is doing that right now where you can just go to a place and just express yourself and live life hedonistic no, yeah. and just yeah. like do whatever you want and yeah. just like really I mean also at that time there was other like really cool places in New York like Paradise Garage was like the anti-Studio 54 which I would also love to see that I think that that time period because it was like the dawn of what I love yeah. now is when the it comes boom. from like disco into like electronic music um, that's why they, it kind of like interests me so much I think <laughs> That's a good answer. I think I, I would want to go to Studio 54 as well. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm like thinking of like Roman Empire. Yeah, like, 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 nope, no, Studio 54. 54. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good one. It's a good one. It's a good one. If you could change one thing in our current world right now, anything, what are you changing? Oh, it's I a would, deep question. I would... It's good to get everyone's perception of what they would change the world. I would just change the division. Like, there's just so much division. and I For would, no reason whatsoever. Even though it's like people are fighting to, like, you know, for their causes or their beliefs or whatever, like, I just feel like it's so divided. And I feel like the media is a big part to play in that, though. Yeah, you know I wish I mean? there was, like, a really... I mean, what is credible media now? It's so yeah. hard to say. But you, I just it like, doesn't you, exist. You can't. You can't. It's, it's well, this could be ridiculous. credible media. This is yeah. With all, <laughs> that's my slogan now. <laughs> the only credible media source. <laughs> exactly. I mean, everything's like subjective. So yeah. Um, and people you know, are reporting on the best interests of the corporations that own them a lot of times when it's like exactly. the media, the main media outlets. So just be careful of that. But also, yeah, just I think. I wish we could just be more unified as good, humans. Good change. That would that would solve a lot of fucking unnecessary bullshit and problems. Yeah. And it's such the thing that pisses and me off. And stop being so greedy. It. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> something so fucking greedy. Yeah, we're talking to you. <laughs> stop being so greedy. But it's such a simple it's not like it's a fucking complex formula that you need to fix and it's so hard to do. It's the simplest thing. That's what makes it so like like it's 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 the simplest thing to change. Like we're all fucking one. We are can one. You not say, can you not say tell that? Like we are one. And yeah. at the end of the day, like, we're all going to be in the fucking end up in the same place. Probably. Everyone could just, like, instead of the vaccine, could do, like, a little bit of ayahuasca and, like, yeah, see that. Exactly. Like, That's all we're all one. The real vaccine <laughs> needs to be an ayahuasca dosage. Plant medicine, yeah. Or, 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 or five grams of mushrooms. Like, that should be the, <laughs> that should be the vaccine. <laughs> or a big spat spliff. <laughs> like, it will solve everything. Trust me. It's just an eye-opener of what, what, just all that bullshit and that sort of thing, the the media and the industry puts into us at such a young age. Like some people don't aren't aware. They're, they're brainwashed into it. 
and then they're stuck yeah. in the system. It's it's completely fucked. That's why I think like. God for being a DJ because <laughs> I was I remember in New York I was coming home like Monday morning <laughs> like being out for the weekend and I was just seeing all the people going to work yeah. and I was like they're like robots and I just yeah. remember just looking at everyone like I'm never gonna be like that like I'm never gonna be just like, I had this that robot well. like in this in the system yep. and it was like a really big driving factor for like I had that exact creating moment. the life that I've created yeah. and I would really suggest people examine that too um, just be aware that's it be aware like when I graduated from high school, I went on a like a Euro trip, you know. Like I always wanted to do that with with the boys after we graduated. And I went to Europe for like four months, traveled like around like Barcelona, Lisbon, Amsterdam, Copenhagen, like did Ibiza, did a lot. And then I went back to London specifically. I didn't go back to Bali straight away because I went to London. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna work here for like four to six months, you know. Like actually get a job that's in the system and become part of it, so I know. And I went and I was on the tube every morning, on that fucking tube in London, going to fucking work to work at a champagne yeah. bar. And it just it was that moment where you're like. You look around, you're like, I'm not, I'm not going to fucking do this. I, I made the conscious decision to that day. I'm like, I'm not going to be part of this. And it was, I did that specifically to myself because I knew if I did it and I went in there and I at least tried it, it would put that in my mindset. It's like, you don't have to be a rat in the fucking system. You can go out there and do whatever you want and fucking kill it. So once I did that, I hopped over here and started my thing. So yeah, I think everyone that's creative or is an architect or entrepreneur or whatever they are has that moment, like you said, where they realize that I'm not going to be, yeah. Yeah, we're standard. all meant to be creators. So we like, all are. Everyone, yeah. everyone. It's not like you can't do it. Everyone has their own superpower. They just need to find the confidence or the I don't know the the drive to just unleash it. Yes. Yeah. A little preach there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. A little quick, 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 quick fire question round to wrap everything up. Okay. Um, one place to visit before you die. Ibiza. <laughs> 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 no, not like nowhere she's been before. Ibiza again, of course. Well, what is, is, this, is this advice uh, for people or for no, me? No, this is, this is you. This is a personal thing. Oh, this is thing. for me? Yeah. This oh, is for you. I advice. Go to Ibiza. That's <laughs> fucking amazing I thought, advice. I thought it was for everyone else. Like, I mean, uh, no, no. Um, it's going to be Lauren space. Lane podcast. One piece of amazing advice from Lauren Lane. Go to Ibiza. <laughs> <laughs> You're not uh, wrong, though. No, space. Like, obviously, I want to go to outer space. Outer space, okay. Yeah. Elon Musk, you know who to put on the first spaceship to go up. <laughs> <laughs> one thing to do before you die. You want to do one thing. Um, create a song that stands the test of time that people will listen to after I'm gone. You'll do it. I, I know you will. <laughs> you got that. I hope so. One, one thing you do daily. Um... Gratitude. I yeah. think when I wake up in the morning, I always practice. I yeah. have gratitude practice, and Great I send prayers. Amazing answer. Yeah. I, that 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 one thing is just to take that time of day, hold gratitude on both shoulders throughout your life because it will it will put you in the right path. To just have like one minute out to say thank you for where you are, who you have around you is important. Yeah, and for really anyone is. that's like struggling right now, like just being able to take that five minutes and really tap into that, it really does raise your yeah. vibe and your mood. You tune and into the higher frequency. It's yeah. all about tuning into those frequencies and being grateful is, is, a, is a channel to accessing that, that, that higher level of frequency for sure. You can just switch your mood like that and just be mm -hmm. remembering like, oh my gosh, like I have so much to be thankful for. It, just, it switches everything from negativity to positivity. Okay, one thing you do monthly. Monthly? Yeah. Um, Ayahuasca. <laughs> oh my God. That would be aggressive, but I do monthly. Um, make music. Well, definitely make music. I don't know. This is a hard one. Monthly. Mm. I don't know. This is a, a tough one. <laughs> it could be anything. 
Well, I set intentions, you know, of what um, for like moon. So like new moon, full moon, uh-huh. and that's kind of like a monthly cycle, I guess. Okay, nice. I haven't heard that one before. Yeah, I let things go, or, or I set intentions. New beginnings, nice, yeah. sick. Yeah. I, you know, I should try try that. I think, yeah. I think it definitely would help. Um, one one thing you always wanted to learn? Um, how to sing. How to sing? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just, like, not a great singer, and I'm, like, kind of working on it a little singing bit Singing is, is, I have probably, if, if, I, if I start singing, you know, the show's getting shut down. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, people ask me sometimes, like, oh, are you a singer? Because I, I maybe, like, my voice might sound like it, but I'm just, like, you definitely don't want to sing. <laughs> Even in karaoke, it's pretty embarrassing. Okay. And who, if you're good at karaoke and you go to karaoke, you're, you know, karaoke's about having that bad voice and just getting fucked up and singing, honestly. <laughs> if you could uh, play at one location for for the rest of your life, so what 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 location is it? You have to choose one. Only what? one place to DJ again. Full what? crowd, full atmosphere, but there's only one venue. Where is it? DC Ten, War Room, or somewhere more and more personal. Like I'm envisioning maybe something that I want to create. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's so, like kind of like a beach club. Yeah, yeah. Or so something. yeah, your own spot. Your my own, own spot. Yeah, your own spot. And like Sick that's answer. what I see like for my future. Yes. Maybe when I don't want to like tour as much anymore. Yeah. To like create my own spot. That's what I'm saying. And have all brand my friends come well? and play there, yes. but like in this paradise where everyone wants to come anyway. Um, but that's just like I can just like chill there. I enjoy, see that for you. Enjoy though. life. Like, when you're you, yeah. you got, you're, you're building, you should do some clothing as well. Honestly, now you're in Bali with all the fabrics and stuff. Oh, I love to. Like a little Lauren, because like, you got the eye for fashion. I tell you, it would be sick. Thank you. And your own spot, so that's a good answer. Good answer. Yeah. A little beach club. Yeah. Hopefully in Bali or Ibiza somewhere. Bali or Ibiza <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, would you rather have a permanent, well-paid residency, but you can only stay in that country, or constantly travel the world, but you also get paid well? So you. You're I traveling, travel. travel, yeah, hundred percent. Like residency is is wonderful. Maybe I'll say that like maybe it's when I'm a little boring. older, yeah, I'd be like, okay, maybe I don't want to travel as much. But I just lo- I love getting on airplanes. Yeah. I love just That's going said, places. It's part like of it's people. part of it's part of being yeah. being in the same. And just experiencing different cultures, different yeah. stuff. Like especially when I'm alone, like you never dive into something as much as like when you're traveling alone. It's the best thing for you. Yeah. You've said it before here. Travel, trust me, it it it, it is like the hack to life. Once yeah. you start traveling, with the things you learn, the opportunities you get into, the people you meet, the memories you make, it's an all-in-one package. So start Definitely. traveling. All right, Lauren, I think we, we're good on time. I think yeah, we, we wrapped things you. up. We could talk for a lot more, but thank you so much for coming on. It was a pleasure. Thank you. All the best. Thank you so much. And guys, Mason chocolates are fucking delicious. I'm going to really go good. home and devour these chocolates. So shout Thank out to beer. Mason, Mason Chocolates, all the link in the description. Kura Kura Beer, <laughs> always, it's a fuel to the Cheers. podcast. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Check out Kaizai. Links in the description. Like, comment, and subscribe. And we're out. Peace. Bye. (laughs) Perfect. Thank you.